This is Jim Miller from Jim Miller Buick Chevrolet. And right now we're having a Halloween Heart Fest. And you can come down here and get 50% discounts off all new Cadillacs and Buicks. Look at all these cars out here. We got Cadillacs, Eldorados, Buicks, anything you want. And look at them wheels. They got 20 inch wheels on them things. Look how shiny them wheels are. You need to come down here and get you a brand new Cadillac Eldorado 22 inch spinners on that motherfucker. Don't worry about the child support payments. Don't worry about whether you're going to have your job tomorrow. Don't worry about whether you've got no money on your EBT card. Don't worry about paying your rent. Worry about getting into this goddamn Eldorado, Eldorado right now. Come on down here. We'll give you a deal. $10.99.99.99.99 for this brand new 2022 Cadillac Eldorado. And then we have a Cadillac Escalade. 25-inch wheels. Spinners on that motherfucker. We got it lowered. You can get that motherfucker for $30,000 right now. Just come on down here. No credit, no nothing. You just get down here, slap some money in my hand. I'll let you roll off of that motherfucker. How's everybody doing this week? This is uh, Biscuits Buttered with uh, Victoria Bondenberg. I just got back from beautiful Memphis, Tennessee, and we were wanting to do a podcast on all of our experiences in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm about to pull up our RSS feed to see uh, who we got listening to the podcast. I've had an influx of new listeners this week, and I just wanted to share that with everyone here. Uh, we just have to pull it up real quick, so bear with me, and we will see who all is listening to this motherfucking podcast. If I can remember my password, I can, I guess. Let's see. We've had people listening from all over the world, and we're very proud of the growth of the podcast. We have uh, several... Um, thousand people listening let's click on the analytics here it'll pull up oh we've had two downloads today we're we're big time in it we're big time in it here at the podcast but i mainly wanted to give a shout out to these uh weirdos that just come out of nowhere and listen to me uh so we've had people listening we've had a lot of downloads from belgium we've had a lot of uh downloads from ashburn from broadman from hyderabad from san francisco from Perkimino, Perkimanoville? How do you say that? Perkimanoville? 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 If you're listening, remember, biscuits buttered at proton.me. Please give me a, a, a ring. <laughs> I don't think that's what you said. Just shoot me some mail if you want to. Just talk to me. I'm lonely. Uh, Mountain View, uh, Greeley, wherever that is, Aberdeen, Mississippi, uh, Kalaki, Tbilisi, Georgia. Uh, and guess what? We've really broke through. We now have listeners in in China. Okay? We have listeners in the People's Republic of China in Bashing. Bashing? I, I don't know. But anyway, I just want to give a shout out to Z and uh, the Communist Party there. I'm a big fan. Um, I want to be big in China. I want to break through with the Chinese audience. And I just want to say that I think Z's doing a good job and that everyone should just listen to him. And uh, I, uh, the Uyghurs, I'd never heard of them. I've never heard of the Uyghurs. So 
Uh, I don't think they exist. I think they're, you know, there's there's ghost stories, there's urban legends, and I think the Uyghurs are uh, a part of that. And uh, I think Z's just running it. Just gr- I wish he would come over here and run the States. So, um, you know, big fan of China and their uh, communist, capitalist, weird government they have. Uh, we have listeners from Zambia, Lusaka. I don't know if I'm saying that right. We have listeners from Auckland, New Zealand. I want to give a shout out to all of the hobbits living down there in New Zealand. We've got Mance, Germany listening. But this week we really made a breakthrough. We really made a breakthrough this week. Because we've broken to the Scandinavian countries this week. uh, With a new listener uh, from Bergen, Norway. And... um, I think we broke through to Norway because there's a lot of Doug Stanhope fans in Norway. So last week we did a sort of a video about, not much of it was about Doug Stanhope. But anyway, we did a Doug Stanhope video. He's huge in fucking Scandinavia for some reason. So that's probably why we got a new listener in uh, Bergen, Norway. Uh, We have someone from Badass? Badass? Uh, Badass somewhere in the States? Uh, Decatur's big listeners. Uh, let's see if we got any else new. That looks like all of it. I'm just, oh, hold on, hold on. We, we got, uh, somebody from Portsmouth. I think, is that Massachusetts? Somewhere. We got Iowa City. We got Beachwood. We got all these listeners from all over the world. And this is why you at home should start a podcast because you never know who's going to accidentally click on your podcast and listen to it. It's fucking insane. So if you ever get the chance, uh, please go and um, start a podcast because it's it's amazing. So me and my uh, elderly father, we uh, just went to, and did I mention this is the Biscuits Buttered Podcast with Victoria Vonnenberg, a beautiful, luscious, gender fluid woman. Uh, so we just went to, uh, oh, and email me. Biscuits buttered at proton.me. So we just went to Memphis. Memphis, mine. Memphis, mine. That's what everybody says in Memphis. Mine. Mine. Memphis, mine. I could get a rap song of that. Memphis, mine. Memphis, mine. We'll just loop it and it'll it'll be a hit. Trust me. It'll be a hit. So I've, there's a group on, uh, there's a group on Facebook called like Memphis Sandwich Click, and they talk shit about this place called uh, Huey's, and there's several different locations in Memphis, and so me and dad went down there, and we tried Huey's, and it lived up to the hype, so I had a burger, just a traditional burger there, and it was fucking delicious, and they brought out these goddamn giant onion rings which were huge. I mean, I could stick my arm through the onion rings. That's how big they are. It's like you could fist these onion rings. That's how fucking gigantic they were. And uh, I highly suggest it. My dad got the um, catfish, and the catfish was cooked perfectly. It came out in little fillets, and they're just, oh, they're so good. He had fries with it. I mean, I could not recommend this place enough. Here's... And we were over there. We stayed over there in the little area called, I guess, Southwind. It was in Memphis, but they call it Southwind. We stayed at a, um, a Four Points by Sheridan. And uh, 
big rooms, but other than that, I wasn't impressed. But the Hueys in Southwind, really, I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. And we went in, and they have like poster, old posters and all kinds of cool shit hanging up that you could go look around. They had like this old poster of uh, FDR saying he's a champion of labor. I, w- I wish we still had people who champion labor. We have people that talk about championing labor, but then kind of uh, fuck them over in the long run. So, you know, we went around. We fucked around Memphis. We went to Overton Park, which is a very beautiful park in uh, Memphis. And uh, the concert was going to be at the Overton Shell, which is just this big kind of molded concrete shell in uh, Memphis. And uh, it was really neat. It had a lot of like different, it's right by the zoo, had a lot of different like artworks, like this big iron thing that you walk through, like this big sculptural art installation that you walk through to get into it. And uh, my dad was able to meet some of the members of the band of uh, Tuba Skinny, which is who we were there for. And this was just an amazing time. You know, they had all kinds of food trucks and things like that. I ate at a Thai food truck that I cannot remember the name of, but I'll try to look it up. It's Thai food by white people, but it still ended up being good. But let me uh, let's see if I can find this place. Oh my. Memphis. I forgot the name of this food truck that I ate at. Okay. Am I saying this right? Soy number nine? There's a food truck. It's Thai food by white people. But it still ended up being pretty damn good. I got like this weird fried chicken and sauce that goes over it with um, rice, and that was really good. My dad tried the kebab truck. I done forgot the name of that, too. But uh, give it a try. And then I, as I watched the show, I guzzled down uh, a cross-town brewing uh, Blondale, which was delicious. Uh, that's my new favorite brewery. I'm going to have to uh, order some of their uh, stuff uh, whenever I get the chance. Well, anyway, we get there. There's... Um, the Black Arts Association had this band called uh, Ladies Edition, and they were fucking amazing. These ladies really knew their shit. Uh, they would play all kinds of, you know, they would cover like songs like the Fugees and, you know, like Killing Me Softly, stuff like that. I forgot who originally sung that song, but it's a great song. They did covers. They'd have all these African drums and things like that. Uh, ladies edition go see them anytime you get the chance they're pretty fucking amazing it's all women playing guitars and drums and singing and it, it's really a, a spectacle to see um i highly suggest it um they have very they have a very enthusiastic fan base there's lots of there's hundreds of people there for them and they were all like really into it um so after them, uh, we got to see Tuba Skinny. They're a band from New Orleans. They travel the world. Um, and my dad's a huge fan of them. They play jazz. Um, they play jazz. Um, so they came out. They played their fucking jazz. They were really good. But uh, the thing that was amazing is these people came out. And I don't know what you call the specific. Let me look this up real quick. 
What do you call the specific dancing that goes with jazz? Let's look it up. Because these people just started dance jazz. What do you call that? Is there a specific name for that? Jazz dance. It's a performance dance, a performance dance and style that arose in the United States in the 20th century. Well, anyway... These people came out of nowhere just cutting a fucking rug during the tuba skinny concert. And I mean, I, I, you remember the Brian Seltzer Orchestra? And you know, they had all the dancing where they were like spinning people and throwing them around. That's kind of how they were dancing. And uh, it was pretty fucking amazing seeing all these people dancing. And there was this old like 90 year old man that took his woman out there and was dancing in front of me. It was really, it was really nice. When am I going to find my person that I can dance to jazz with? Right? When does that ha When does Victoria find love? There's someone out there, right? I'm tired of the passing, the passing sexual relations in the back of a bathroom stall. I, I want, I want love. I want love in my life. Eventually. When am I going to find that person who's going to go to a concert at Overton Park with me and spin me around and dip me while listening to New Orleans jazz? Then we'll obviously find a quiet place in the park for a good poke afterwards. Uh, so we went and seen Tuba Skinny. It was great. I suggest going and seeing them. Um, uh, basically, there, there's not, there, there's no, we, this was kind of like a laid back trip to Memphis. Uh, we, we didn't really do much. We wanted to go to the zoo, but it was kind of like threatening rain every, every time we would, uh, try to get out. Um, we, um, we woke up the next day. Oh, wait, wait hold on. I'm just gonna, we, we drove downtown for a little bit, but my father's gotten to where he can't walk for long distances. So we, we just kind of rode around downtown and there were fucking like chariots, like carrying people around downtown It's very busy. I was glad to see that it's kicking down there still. I uh, didn't get the chance to go to bill street, but we will talk about bill street a little, maybe some old stories for this. We're just going to talk about Memphis today. Uh, we are going to do, um, we are going to do a Halloween episode right after this one because uh, there is big news in horror movies and everything else that we want to talk about. So we'll probably record another one tonight. Uh, so we went to this breakfast place. Uh, this is the type of breakfast place that I dream of, okay? A local joint that really goes out of their way to make you a fucking, make you a fucking huge plate of piping hot food in the morning. So we went to this place. It's called Bright Breakfast. I highly suggest it. There might be a line out the door when you show up, but it's well worth the line. I went up there. I ordered the sampler platter. It came with uh, country uh, ham, which was delicious, nice and salty and good, just the way you want it, right? Uh, eggs, three biscuits, gravies, grits, chicken. Um, what else am I leaving out? Bacon, sausage. It came with everything. I couldn't even finish it. There was so much fucking food on my plate. And it was like 12 bucks for like this huge 
fucking plate of food. I mean, it's really affordable, especially when you put other breakfast places into cons- like if you go to Big Bad Breakfast, you're spending like thirty bucks. But here you can spend twelve bucks and you can get like three or four times the amount of food on your plate. So I really loved it. Um, highly suggest Bryant Breakfast. Uh, I love Memphis. You know, it's just such a fun place to go. It's got a bad rap, um, but I think it's very charming and pleasant. And I like being there because I like, this is the type of shit I like. Bryant Breakfast. You know, just a local joint. They don't fucking try to charge you a goddamn arm and a leg. They're just trying to fill your fucking stomach. They're, they're, it's basically a public service to you is what they're doing. We need more places like that. But one great thing about Memphis is that people are fucking fat in Memphis. Okay? And I know you're like, why the fuck is he talking about people being fat in Memphis? Or she. Um, Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Because I'm a big fat fuck too. And it's hard to find clothing. I have to go to a fucking tent factory to buy clothes. So, everyone's huge in Memphis. Not only like fat, but they're they're like seven foot tall too. So you get these big monstrous people there, and uh, that's great because I am a normal size. I'm just the norm in Memphis. So I go up there. Believe it or not, I thought that all J.C. Penney's had went out all over the country. They still have three J.C. Penney's in Memphis, so I can go in there and get cheap, big and tall clothing. So I wiped them out. Got me some new shoes, got me new pants, new shirts. Fucking amazing, because it's really hard. I was up, I got up to a 54 in the waist, but now, because I've been watching my girlish figure, I'm down to a 48 in the waist. I'm slim as I'm slim as can be, y'all. I'm, I'm looking beautiful. Um, so I went in there, got me a pair of uh, blue jeans, and I'm just happy to see JCPenney you know, it doesn't make me happy seeing all these huge box stores like Sears and JCPenney and everything else going out, goodies. I want to keep the American dream alive. <laughs> so I'm going to give these places business. They also had two DXL stores. So I went in there and uh, bought some more jeans. I was going to buy a Ralph Lauren shirt, but after upon examination of the Ralph Lauren shirt, it had a hole in it. So I was, it was the only one in my size there. So I was like, fuck it. I'm not, not going to get it. Don't know why it's got a hole in it, but had a fucking hole in it. So if you're a big fat fuck, I, I think, you know what we should do? Do you remember a long time ago, there was this town in like South Dakota and like the clan got the idea just to move all the neo-Nazis clans and people who believed in white superiority to this one little town out in the middle of nowhere in either North Dakota or South Dakota. We should do that only with fat people. So all the fat people all over the country should move to Memphis. And it'll be a for us by a city. Just a bunch of big fat fucks. Because Memphis loves to eat. There's lots of... This is the thing I love about Memphis. There's lots of very cheap, affordable places to eat, and they pile down the food. None of this, like you know, you know, none of this, you know, haughty, you know, shit where they like bring you out like just one slice of barbecue. No, 
The whole plate has to be piled down with food and it has to be cheap. So that's what we're going to do. Everyone listening to this podcast, we're going to start a movement. All of us fat fucks are going to move to Memphis and we're going to take it over and we're going to run that city like it's our own. You're going to follow Victoria Vandenberg and we are going, we're going places. We're fucking going places. I actually requested a transfer to Memphis because uh, I work for the federal government. And you have probably guessed what agency I work for. Well, anyway, they're consolidating, and which is uh, a scary word, okay? Not, most people would not be uh, get nervous when they hear the word consolidation. <laughs> but I'm very nervous about consolidation. So they're, they're planning on uh, consolidating um, the place that I work at into Birmingham's and uh, so I've requested uh, a transfer to either Birmingham or Memphis. So I might actually end up in Memphis. And we can start this, you know, you've heard of tiny house communities. You've heard of, uh, <laughs> you know, just, you know, like hippie communities, you know, like they have the farm up in Tennessee. But this is going to be a fat community with plus size people. If you have over a 40 something in the waist. You can move to this place. Actually, no, we're not going to put any limits on it. If you identify as fat, you can be part of our movement. Because there are a lot of fat people that aren't fat. Have you ever met these people? There's a lot of these people out there that will say they're fat and you look at them and you go, you look great. What are you talking about? What the fuck is wrong with you? But it's in their head. It's all in their head that they're these fat fucks because their whole life they've been really, really skinny. And if they gain like five, 10 pounds, they think they're fat. Well, you know, we'll take them in too because they got the ugly duckling syndrome. So we're, we're, we're going to just, we're going to take care of everybody. We're going to take care of everybody in this fat people community. And Bryant Breakfast will serve us breakfast every day. We'll have the arcade and Bryant Breakfast just fucking shoveling food in our faces. And we'll we'll tax the taxpayers to do for this program. So okay, so we went uh, we went to the Tanger Outlets in South Haven. Um, we're going to burn down the Tanger Outlets. That's what we're going to do uh, because there it's not fat friendly. Okay, it's not fat friendly. You have to park, and they've got it set up where you have to walk in and walk around. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't you set this up where you can park and go to the store you want to? But they have it set up now where you have to park, and you have to, like, walk around. And, you know, of course, you know, uh, my dad can't handle the walking, and it, it just was a horrible experience. They didn't have enough clothes for me at the Ralph Lauren. Um so fuck them. <laughs> I went to the Columbia and uh, went to the Skechers place because that, that's how you know you're getting old when you go into a Skechers place because now Skechers used to be like a young person shoe store. And now you go in there and it's all like, we have gel padded insoles with arch support. <laughs> you know, all this fucking bullshit for, for old people. And I'm like, when I was a young man, Skechers was a young person um, 
was a young person's shoe, but now it's like they've aged with their customer base. So now you have to um, deal with old people when you go into the Skechers store. Well, anyway, we, we went all over the place. We mainly did shopping because it was always threatening rain. We wanted to go to the zoo. We wanted to go down to Bill Street. We wanted to you know, go to a lot of the places that we usually go to, but we just weren't able to make it. I'd like to go to the botanical botanical gardens as well, but we we just couldn't make it this week. So we went to the we went to the fucking IKEA and I love Swedish people. So that that's one market. I have we I don't know if that was on the list. Did did we have any Swedish people listening? I don't think we did. I'm gonna have to put a tag in there for Switzerland. I'm gonna have to do a little shout out to Switzerland. Um, so they have the coolest fucking furniture. See, y'all are probably like, you hadn't been into Ikea before? What the fuck? I can't believe you're taking up time on your podcast talking about Ikea. This is my podcast to talk about what I want to talk about. Fuck you. I'm going to talk about Ikea. And yes, I live in bumfucked Egypt. The only Ikeas I know of, there's one in Atlanta and then there's one in Memphis. That's the only ones I know of near me. Anyway, so I never hardly get to go in. But they had the coolest beds. I'm thinking about going back up there and getting me a bed. They had um, like these really like low to the ground beds. And I have a, a morbidly obese dog as well. And uh, she is getting older, so she can't hardly jump on the bed. So I need a really low bed for her to be able to hop up on. And uh, they had all kinds of like just cool shit for the house, man. They had really cool couches and just everything and um i highly suggest going to kia and buying you a couch uh which i've got this room that i'm in now is used as kind of like a theater room slash computer room it's just a media room really i do everything in it and my furniture's tearing apart and i'm thinking about just going and buying one of those ikea couches just to throw in here so me and burt's chili can you know watch netflix and chill uh let's see here Mm, mm. This is going to be a short podcast today because really I've been so busy. Usually like during the week, I'll come up with an idea of something to talk about and I'll write it down. And then by the end of the week, I'll have like a page of stuff that I've written down. I have absolutely nothing written down today. So we're just going to talk about the most mundane bullshit ever. So we went to Cheesecake Factory in Bartlett. And Bartlett, you know Bartlett because Bartlett is the place that all the scared white people move to. Bartlett and Germantown and all these places like, ooh, ooh, black people, oh no, let's move to Bartlett. That's kind of what happened there. It's the white flight districts is what I call it. Like if you look at Birmingham, it's, you know, like Fultondale and uh, Alabaster and all these places, Chelsea Park, all these places that these people moved because they were afraid of black people. Um, <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. It's history, people. It's history. It's what happened. That's the reason all these cities are suffering is because white people were like, I can't live with the blacks. And then they moved to the outside of the city. And then the inside of the city doesn't have any revenue because all everybody moved out, out into the suburbs. So fuck those people. <laughs> well, anyway, and of course, my white ass was there this weekend in Bartlett because they have nice stuff there. Lots of shopping, lots of things to do. So I went to the Cheesecake Factory, and uh, we had, I had the pasta. Their pasta, 
I, I was like, this looks like spaghetti. <laughs> I was like, they brought the pasta out. I'm like, this don't look like pasta to me. This looks, and their pasta is like green and all kinds of different colors. And I don't know. It just wasn't appealing to me. And uh, they made us wait like 30 minutes before we were able to even sit down. And then we sat down and ordered. And I swear to God, we waited an hour on our food. I, I mean, I just, can't you just like raise your pay so you can have workers there to get shit done? You know, like stop, just stop. Like they, they just, Oh God, we won't survive if we pay somebody a dollar extra. You know, it's like, just fucking get people in the door and get them trained. And that way my fat ass can come in there and fucking, and fucking eat up all your food. Well, anyway, got some tiramisu. Tiramisu is good. Cheesecake's good. It's always good. It's cheesecake factory. Um, it, it is definitely fat fuck certified, but we've got to get the service up. The service is bad. So if you're listening, Cheesecake Factory in Bartlett, Tennessee, uh, you're, you, you're just not running good. And the one in Huntsville sucks too. So we need better service. Service with a smile. Uh, we um, went to IHOP this morning, and it was, in contrast to Cheesecake Factory, perfection. I don't know who this guy was, but this is, um, forget what exit this is on. But anyway, it's the IHOP in Southwind. This fucking guy that cooked our food this morning. I've never had such perfectly cooked food. Like, everything was per Like, my he brought my hash browns out. And he had like cut them into a perfect square. He must have been OCD or something. And then every single thing on my plate, the sausage, the bacon, the eggs, everything was so insanely just the way it needed to be. Um, so I want to give a shout out to him. Thank you. And, uh, you know, one thing I love, I love coffee. So I'm in, I'm in there. They have really good coffee. And I went and I got, I went and I found out who provides their coffee. It's Royal Cup, but apparently they don't sell Royal Cup coffee just in stores because they, all they do, like their business model is they supply to like hotels and restaurants and things like that. They supply in bulk. They don't sell it on the shelf. They should sell it on the shelf because I drink a lot of coffee, but I'm not, I'm not one of these people that sit at Starbucks all day and sit at coffee shops all day. I'm just a fan I like black coffee, okay? Nothing fancy with my coffee. I like just regular coffee. Nothing in it, nothing at all. Bland-ass coffee. Just, just straight coffee. Don't want the dark roast. Don't want the other kind of roasts. Just want straight-up fucking coffee. And today, they had... So apparently Royal Cup supplies their coffee and that is the coffee I need in my life and they need to start selling it on shelves that way I can buy it and make it at my house because I'm not going to go spend money at Starbucks for fucking coffee because <laughs> I'm a very simple coffee drinker I don't need anything fancy with my fucking coffee just give me a fucking coffee so my because I'm the type of person like my brain never quite turns on like it really takes a while for me to wake up and um 
and get going. So usually it's like the afternoon by the time I'm actually going. <laughs> so I need to drink as much cup. Like I have to take a shower in the morning, like a hot shower. And then I need to drink like two or three cups of coffee just to resemble a human being. <laughs> I've never been to Graceland. So uh, next time I go up there, I swear to God, I'm going to go in Graceland. I seen the uh, Elvis movie. I think that they uh, tried to portray Elvis a little better than he actually was. <laughs> For some reason, I picture Elvis being like this huge, racist, crazy, drug-addled piece of shit. And, you know, they kind of portrayed him as this guy that's like hanging out, you know, with Chubby Checker and all these people. And they might have been, I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. What do I fucking know? But I just know that he was probably a fucking crazy man. And he liked Nixon, so that would tell you a lot about him. Uh, but the only reason I hadn't been to Graceland is because it's so expensive. They're always charging a fuck ton of money to go in um, Graceland. So uh, I will probably never go there. <laughs> I know I just promised to go there next time I go, but I'll probably never go there. <laughs> uh, we didn't. We weren't able to make it to Bill Street. Um there is uh, a lot of cool stuff on Bill Street. I love anywhere you can drink out in public. Uh, but you got to watch yourself on Bill Street. Because a lot of the businesses are shady. Like the A. Schwab. It's a cool store, A. Schwab. And they sell ice cream and other things in there. But you have to watch out because they, they'll add charges. Like if you buy something in that store, they'll add charges to it. Because I've bought... Uh, things in there and then looked on my bill and like they would charge a tip for nothing like for nothing they'll just add a tip to it it's like huh i tip at a retail store what the fuck <laughs> uh, and then there's another place called tater reds and tater reds has fucking uh amazing t-shirts like you know if you like stuff like me if you're drawn to weird evil macabre shit uh, go in Tater Reds and get you some weird, evil, macabre shit. Uh, you can get stuff like, you know, like sexy demons on it, stuff like that. Um, the people who run it are a little mean, right? They're kind of assholes, but I do like their products. So I've bought a lot of shit at Tater Reds. Um, Restaurants-wise, restaurant-wise, We've ate at BB King's. Uh, it was pretty good, but really, really fucking pricey. That's all, about all I can say, because it's not amazing. <laughs> you know, it's just good. You know, it's just good. It'll get, it'll fill your stomach, but you'll pay like an arm and a leg. Uh, Jerry Lawler's actually got the barbecue nachos there and fucking loved it. But it's expensive too, but of course it's on Bill Street, so that's probably why. <laughs> and I'd love to go down there. I actually met Jerry Lawler a long, long time ago. He came to... Uh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama, to do a wrestling match, and I've got a picture of me and Jerry Lawler. He's uh, not as not as big as you'd think. He's actually he's a very small man. Um, so everyone tells you to go eat at Rendezvous, <laughs> but uh, Rendezvous um, it's in a basement. The environment's cool, you know. The it's Got, it's got a, got a really cool atmosphere. But I swear to God when I went there, and it's been years and I'm going to have to retry it. I swear to God, they put coffee grounds in their dry rub. 
and it just, I don't know. I did not like my ribs when I was there. Now, I will go back and real try it. Maybe I just had a bad experience. People swear by it, but I just don't know. <laughs> Wasn't too good when I was there. Um, we also went to the, um, the Pyramid. And I love the Pyramid. A lot of people think it's tacky shit, but I, I love it. And uh, they, they uh, I actually like the landscaping that they have. So they have all these different, like, you know, bald cypresses and different kinds of greenage outside. They do a very good job with the, when you walk in, the gardening and all that. Um, very lovely. And um, went in there. They did not have, I don't know whether this is just a bad year for the economy or what. They did not have anything in there for me. I could not find any pants. Everything I found that I liked was not in my size. Um, it just wasn't that good this time. And and they're uh, as a you know, Dad always uh, rides in a cart when we're out in public because he can't walk too far. And they would not even take a second to help us find a cart for him. You know, one of those little scooters you ride around in the stores. They would not take a second out of their time to help us find one of these carts so he could ride around their fucking store. I mean, we went up, we asked like three different people when we first got in there. Everyone was being pieces of shit, like didn't want to bother their, waste their time with it. And I'm like, okay. So they were like, well, there's wheelchairs. I'm like, all right. So I, I put my dad in a wheelchair. I roll him to the other side of the building where they actually did have one of these scooters for him. We got that scooter, and then the lady came over there, Is this your wheelchair? Is this your wheelchair? We're like, no, it, it's your wheelchair. Why are you leaving it here? I was like, because it's your fucking wheelchair. We're getting the scooter because there wasn't one on the other side. And she was mad. She was mad because she had to do her job and put up the fucking wheelchair. I'm so tired of people. <laughs> not wanting to do their fucking jobs and getting mad at other people because they have to fucking work while they're at work. It's like, fuck you, people. You know, it's just like you have, uh, there's a guy that does these videos, cart narps, where he chases people down with a video camera for people that don't put up their carts. Um, this is America. And I want to be able to drop that cart at my convenience and do whatever I want to do. And it's their fucking job to get their own fucking carts, okay? We're already checking ourselves out. There's no cashiers. We're already checking ourselves out. Fuck them. I'll leave, I'm going to leave that car. I'm going to roll it down into the fucking Mississippi River. Fuck them. They need to do their fucking jobs. The bitch was just standing there. That's all she was doing. She was just standing at the door, probably monitoring for theft and people who are trying to... Um, steal their shit and she couldn't even take a second of her time when we're busy i'm trying to fucking help him get into the scooter well anyway <laughs> he got me all worked up got me all worked up on that memphis look we all have jobs we all have jobs we all have to work it's just something that you have to deal with okay this is something we all have to deal with I don't know why people can't just accept you got to work. When you're at work, you need to do your job. Whether you like it or not, it's just something you're going to have to fucking do. Ugh. 
So, as I've said in uh, previous episodes, I am taking over for Jordan Peterson and Andrew Tate, and I am now going to be the leader of the incels. And I'm also going to lump in the furries with the incels. I think the furries are more functional than the incels. Um... But they're they're fucking gross. Let's, let's be honest. They're they're fucking gross. I don't like to shame people. Okay, with the um, sexual things they do, but you know, let let's be honest. That I seen a furry once, and the furry. Okay, I went to a comic book convention, and this furry showed up. Oh, God, it just it makes me want to puke remembering this. And it was wearing this suit, this animal suit. And you could tell that this animal suit was covered in different kind of fluids, like dry fluids wet fluids. I don't know the dry fluids. You know what I mean? Dried up. It used to be a fluid. <laughs> and you could tell that this costume he was wearing or she was wearing had not been washed in like months. And you could smell the suit from so far away. And I don't know how you get how you where what road you go down to get to where you're a furry. Um, but it's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> it's very disgusting. And they're, when you talk to them, cause I have talked to several of them, they're into all kinds of weird shit. They like to get pissed on. They like to get shit on. They like, they like all the weird kinks, you know? Um, uh, my advice for furries is, um, cause I am the new Jordan Peterson. I am the new Andrew Tate. I am going to get you to where you need to be. Okay. And uh, as far as freedom goes, um, you're, you're just, you're kind of a lost cause. I don't, I don't know what you're fucked. Okay. <laughs> you're beyond me. You need to seek mental health counseling because you're just a sick fuck. Um, you really need help. Uh, Please get psychiatric help. Uh, but I can, I guess, give you some advice. First off, if you're going to be a furry, at least clean, get your your little costume dry cleaned every once in a while. Practice safe sex. When uh, someone pees on you, um, at least, you know, take a bath after someone pees on you. You know, don't sit there and just stew in it. Just be a little clean with your nasty. Be a little clean with your nastiness, okay? And we're 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 gonna have to take it slow with the furries, okay? It's it's baby steps with them. So that's the advice of the week. Be a little more hygienic, okay? Uh, that's my advice with you because we're gonna go slow with the furries. Uh, now with the incels, I know you're sitting at home, and you're probably thinking about. Uh, you're probably planning your next mass shooting. Um, and you're probably uh, finger banging your hole 
thinking about Andrew Tate. And I understand he's a very handsome man. I understand. And Jordan Peterson is too. Very handsome. But you need to turn them off. Okay? You need to turn them off. Turn off the YouTube. Turn off. Put your phone down. This is this is the advice of the week. Put your phone away. Okay? When you're driving down the road, put your phone away. Don't watch any Undertate. Don't watch any Jordan Peterson. Um, I forget who the guy is that does. Is it Walsh? There's a Walsh guy now who does a lot of anti-trans videos. Uh, don't watch any of his stuff either. The Walsh guy. The Walsh guy. Okay? They're not real men. They're just they're just like spoiled rich people that you know don't have anything better to do than shit on other people. So stop watching them. Pay attention to this podcast. You know, we've covered a lot of rules for the incels, all right? And what I want you to focus on this week is just living in the real world. We're going to ramp down the internet usage. You're going to get off of 4chan, okay? You don't need to be on 4chan. You don't need to be on all these other websites. We need to get you into the real world. I want you to go hiking, I want you to go, I don't know, go bowling. Even if it's completely unsuccessful and somebody gives you a wedgie and noogies you or whatever while you're out, because that's the type of person you are. You're just a weak, pitiful person. Um, Just know that that's the first step. That's the first step towards being a human being is just getting out into the world. Go bowling, go golfing, go do it. Go do whatever you need to do. They'll make fun of you. They'll point and stare. They'll they'll bully you. But you have to go through all this before you can be a real human. So just take my advice. All right? It's going to it's going to be rough at first. You know, it's kind of like ripping off a band-aid. But you'll get there. All right? So that's my advice for all incels and furries this week. So this is Biscuits Buttered with none other than Victoria Vandenberg. I want you to email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. It's been uh, kind of a boring weekend, uh, but a beautiful weekend because I was with family, I was with friends, and I got to do this podcast with you. We are going to do a podcast today where we're going to talk about the new Halloween movie, uh, which <laughs> uh, is getting great reviews. <laughs> Fucking, they just cannot reboot Halloween. Okay. Uh, also, there was there was some stuff from Memphis that I did not cover, but we will go back and cover on this because I want this all to be on the spooky episode. We're going to talk about ancient aliens and the Warrens and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, you know, we're going to talk about Clive Barker and. Uh, there's another podcast called the Halloween Preservation Society. I think it's, I think it has something to do with Humble Productions. Uh, we'll talk about Ambrose Bierce. We'll talk about uh, horror stories, horror books. We'll talk about different types of uh, things that relate to spookiness, the macabreness, uh, whatever you want to call it. We are going to cover it here on the podcast. So email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. This is 
Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. I love you all, and uh, I want to suck you all off. All right, thank you.